Hello, my friends. How are you today? You're listening to the St. Mark Bemidji Sunday Edition Podcast, which is brought to you by the Ranch Dressing Soda Company. Ranch Dressing Soda. Nobody asked for it, but we are. This podcast features a replay from our Sunday sermon, or on occasion a sermon from another Well Sister Church. Today's sermon is from St. John's Lutheran in Woodlake, Minnesota. Today's meditation is titled, The Pattern of Faith and is based upon a reading from John chapter 20, verse 19 through 31. On the first evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace, be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace, be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger where his nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. And now, on to today's meditation. Did you catch the pattern? Sunday, disciples are gathered, doors are locked, Jesus appears. The sight of his wounds in a living body, overflowing joy, a commissioning to carry forgiveness into the world. But Thomas missed the gathering. Where was he? Don't know. Maybe he was golfing, maybe he was fishing. Maybe he had to work, maybe he was moping. Maybe he was angry with one of the other disciples. Maybe his afternoon nap just lasted longer than usual. We're not told why he wasn't there, and there's probably a reason for that. Because it doesn't really matter why he wasn't there, does it? The only thing that matters is that he missed out. And look what happened. Because he missed out on the gathering when Jesus came to his disciples behind closed doors to bring them peace and joy from the sight of his wounds and the spirit-breathed sound of his words and the commission. Because he wasn't there, Thomas refuses to believe. 
Thomas, in his unbelief, lays down conditions. He's got to see with his eyes those wounds and touch them. And then he'll see about maybe believing. And of course, the Lord could have appeared to Thomas on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday of that week. Any of them would have done, but the Lord didn't do that. He let Thomas stew in his unbelief for a solid week, and then look what happened. Deja vu. Do you notice the pattern? Sunday, disciples are gathered, doors are locked, Jesus appears. The sight of his wounds, overflowing joy. And this time the truant Thomas was present. And the presence of Jesus in the midst of his gathered disciples brings Thomas from unbelief to full-blown confession. My Lord and my God, he says. Jesus responds to that. Thomas had been brought to faith by, by seeing, by seeing the wounds in his hands and his side. He came to confess that his Lord and his God had been raised from the dead, just as he had promised he would be. But you see, Jesus is here setting a pattern. And he's thinking about more than just Thomas on that night. He was thinking of you. And so he says to Thomas, you believe because you have seen. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And here we are. But if it's not going to be the seeing of Jesus that brings to faith, then what is it? The gospel holds the answer. And it's all about what happens on the first day of the week. It's a miracle. The disciples of Jesus gather, and into their midst comes the risen Lord Jesus. He comes with his wounds, with his spirit, his breath, and his words. These words are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. See, it's in the gathering of his people together that this miracle happens again and again. Even though there's, there's more Jesus than could ever fit into a book. Nevertheless, he has given his people a book around which they might gather. A book where the breath of Jesus, that is the Spirit of God, still blows to call them to repentance and faith. From unbelief to belief. A book that is opened up and read. Words, real concrete words. Words about Jesus. Words of Jesus. The Spirit breathed them all. They all come from and are all about Jesus. And when we read them, and we read them, and when we do, it's not just a matter of remembering Jesus and all the wonderful things that Jesus did. No. Jesus himself says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am with them. 
we confess that Jesus, the risen Jesus, is with us in his words. That's why we're here. That's why we stand for the reading of the Gospel. That's why we shout out, Alleluia! Praise be to you, O Christ, in greeting and in acclamation to the One who comes to us in His words. The One who promised, If anyone loves Me, He will keep My words and My Father will love Him and we will come to Him and make our home with Him. But the One who comes to us in his words, is the one who comes to us showing his wounds and speaking peace and bringing joy. And and so when the words of Jesus are spoken over bread and wine, we have exactly what the words of Jesus says. This is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. Thomas was invited to touch and believe. You are invited to believe and taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Jesus' body and blood are directly connected to his wounds. After all, the only way that you get body and blood separated from each other is when there's a wound. And so it is that His death is proclaimed every time we gather together and He feeds us with His body and His blood. Traditionally, there is a reminder of this, of that reality, on the top of our altars. Typically, and that's how it is, how we have it here, they're embroidered into the fair linen, the the white linen that runs over the top of the altar. Sometimes they're carved into the altar itself. Five little crosses, two on each end and one in the middle. What are they there for? For decoration? No. They are there by way of confession that what is placed upon this altar cloth is the result of five piercings, two in the hands, two in the feet, and one in the middle, one in the side. See, they are there to confess that on the altar is the very body and blood which hung upon the cross for you. And that that is what is given to you to eat and drink in the sacrament. And with the sight and the taste of the wounds comes Jesus' word of peace. And that's why every Sunday after we recite Jesus' words of institution, you have his words. Peace be with you. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And then the joy. When? On the Lord's Day. On the first day of the week. When Jesus comes into the midst of his gathered disciples again and speaks his peace and brings the joy of sins forgiven. But the joy is not to end there. For Jesus' disciples go out. They have been sent out to announce, as they did to Thomas, we have seen the Lord. And so we too are sent out from this gathering where Jesus has come to be with us, where we have known him in his words and in his wounds, his body and his blood. 
And we're sent forth to tell people like Thomas, who are left in their sadness of thinking that death is the end of the road, to tell them that there is one who has gone further. We're sent to tell people like Thomas, who think that their sins still are hung around their own neck. Tell them that there is someone, one who has lifted the burden from them to give them peace and joy. We're sent out to tell people like Thomas, who apart from Jesus' presence can be nothing but skeptical and do nothing but doubt. We're sent to tell one and all, we have seen the Lord. We have been with him. And not just that there is such a one, that there is such a forgiveness or such an eternal life, but we can tell them where such a forgiveness is to be found. And where faith is given. And forgiveness and peace and joy. We can tell them about the pattern of this first day of the week. When Jesus still comes to be with us. When we gather together in his name. And around his words. And his wounds. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church, Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity